So I found something out today. Mm-hmm. My sister's been doing some really weird things, right? So she can't walk across water, which is running water specifically. It's uh-huh. very weird. She seems avert to sunlight. She has no reflection. Uh, she keeps trying to, like, bite people. Oh, is she afraid of garlic, too? Like, runs yeah, away garlic? From yeah. yeah. I'm starting to think that she might be a... Werewolf. Werewolf. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know you know that classic werewolf thing? Blah! I want to suck your blood! Blah. Yeah, classic werewolf. Yeah. Welcome to Rough Cuts. Dogs. They're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. It's the rocking, shocking, new way of horror. Howling 2. It's not over yet. Uh, okay, I I was a big fan of this movie. I think you were too. I can't imagine that you weren't. This movie is too good. You get Christopher Lee walking around the woods just monologuing. Perfect movie. This is as I was gonna say, I, I love this movie. And I'm going to say that about 95% of that is just that Christopher Lee fucking rocks. Holy shit. Yes. Yes. Christopher Lee is incredible. He has a way of speaking where every time he's talking, you just get sucked in. Like, you go from sitting relaxed to, like, front of your seat, you know, face forward. Like, yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, Yeah, I'm in. (laughs) He says the stuff. Like, this movie is full of the cheesiest, stupidest lines, and every single time that it's anybody but Christopher Lee reading them, it's like, God, this is dumb. And then Christopher Lee says it, and he's like, in the name of our Lord, I ban it. And you're like, oh, fuck, man, this rules. (laughs) Like, every time, it just turns it on its head to have him say it. all ill wishers and those that practice violence against the bearer of this. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. So today we watched The Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf. Yes, it's a, that's the actual full title. I forgot about that. I forgot that yeah. the title actually says Your Sister is a Werewolf. Starring Christopher Lee who is our main character, mm-hmm. and Reb Brown, who is also there. <laughs> who is all... I mean, he's also the main character. There are a couple main characters. 
It's funny that Christopher Lee is... Like, why did they have Reb Brown when they had Christopher Lee? Like, why did they need a secondary main character? They didn't need a second character. They Okay, they needed a second character because they needed somebody to be able to walk around in a building, come around corners with a gun, and go blam blam. And that's the only thing that bold Big Flank knows how to do. <laughs> so for the people that don't know... The, you should explain that real quickly. Yeah, so Butch Deadlift is a character from a movie called uh, Space Mutiny, which was parodied on Mystery Science Theater 3000, starring Thick McRunfast, who mm-hmm. <laughs> is the main character that is a very beefy gymnastics-looking guy that rides around in tiny carts. Yes. That, that's his That's his character. <laughs> And he carries a gun and goes blam blam. Kind of like in this movie where he's a big beefy guy who runs around and... And goes blam blam. blam, blam. (laughs) He didn't get a tiny cart though, but you know. No. And yeah, so like he's got a claim to fame on Mystery Science Theater for being... They they made up a different name for him every time that he was on screen. And it's this exact guy. It's Reb Brown. Yeah, it's Stump Chunkman. (laughs) Yes. And he is exactly... um, He's exactly yeah. the same character. <laughs> I yep, understand. He is. I, he I is. now understand why they did that to him. <laughs> There's not a lot of um, range, you could say, with uh, no. Rock McHardbody. So we went into The Howling 2 expecting absolute and utter boring trash with maybe a couple of good kill scenes. And instead we got classic universal monster movie specifically vampires mixed with werewolf lore i was gonna say specifically vampires it's not even mixed with werewolf lore it is just vampires except that they just happen to be werewolves instead like they're just every single time i'm like oh right yeah no these are werewolves i forgot about that like every transformation scene every single time they transform into werewolves i'm like oh yeah they're not vampires like, they even have bat motifs. Like, they throw a yes. toy bat at the one guy at one point and, like, impregnate him with the bat, I guess? It's gross as fuck, and it, I love it. Yeah, it was real. There is But, but okay, gore. so, but it's, it's vampire lore with Christopher Lee, who's known in the Hammer films mm-hmm. as... Oh, does he actually play Dracula in those? Yep. Or is he the, yeah, he's Dracula. the hunter? I think he's Dracula. He's Dracula. So... So he's in those, and he's, like, basically playing the other side. He's the vampire hunter in this movie. But it's that mixed with Mad Max, everybody in thongs, mostly naked. (laughs) Like, running around with punk music. (laughs) God, Mad Max actually is, yes, the correct way to... I was trying to think of, like, the best way to nail the aesthetic of this movie. And Mad Max is probably the closest. Oh, it's so good. But uh, visually, this movie is full of atmosphere, classic horror, like spooky fog and long stretch shots of people walking around spooky hallways. There's skeletons and bats and webs. And it's like, not only that, it takes place near Halloween, if not on Halloween, I, th- I think it's near, like, a couple days before, because at the end, it's Halloween. Like, they were clearly trying to make a spooky atmosphere Halloween movie, and they goddamn succeeded. Which we didn't expect. We didn't know this was a Halloween movie. We picked a horror because it's near Halloween, but we didn't expect this movie to be Halloween. It's great. Like, it knows exactly what it's trying to do, 
and then it covers it in boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is that was one of the things it was trying to do. To be fair, <laughs> to just cover everything in breasts. Every there, let's just every scene as many boobs as we can get. You might, dear listener, you might think we're joking. There's a lot of boobs in this movie. Like, it is not a small amount of boobs. It is not a medium amount of boobs. It is not a lot of boobs. It is the end of this movie. To give yeah. an idea, when they do the credits, they have a rock concert they've been using as, like, interstitial stuff throughout the whole movie. They cut to that again. And on every, like, cymbal crash, there's, like, a very specific percussion note that every single time it happens, they have the main villainess rip open her shirt and expose both breasts towards the camera. And it's every cymbal crash in this song. So, like, 30 times through the end credits, I'm not even joking, it's gotta be at least, like, two dozen through the end credits, they have her ripping open her shirt and exposing her two breasts to the whole they, screen. It's They literally wow. put breasts on a beat. Oh my god. I can't believe that that's incredible they decided to do that. What a move. Oh my god. Not showing this on MTV. That I uh -huh. Yes. I don't even <laughs> too yep. it's so good it's yeah I, that's one way to describe it good is a it's word like, for it sure they, they they knew they wanted to be sleazy and they just went all in mm -hmm. like they they did not hold back at all it's so ridiculous it is Holy yeah shit. it's incredible how much they went in on the sleaze there is uh, a there is a no shortage of sleaze in this film that's for sure we should actually discuss this yeah. whole movie. There's not a lot of plot to it. It's really no. a lot of the spectacle of the movie. There's so many cool visuals and like, you know how like 70s psychedelic movies, like uh, you could even say like Flowers for Algernon or something like that, where they just kind of cut to weird psychedelic effects or like this mm -hmm. visual thing to like, whoa, my brain. Yes. They do that in this movie, but it's like wooden puppets and werewolf masks and bats and the spooky clock they found <laughs> like yeah it's every scene uh, is just loaded with visual candy to kind of gorge yourself on in various ways some of it a little bit more tawdry than others but like there's always something going on the special effects are surprisingly fantastic like they are there's something to behold. Uh, the gore in this is not for the faint of heart. There's quite a bit of gore, actually, yeah. Yeah, the gore it's is very it's well good, done. but it's also, like, I could understand why, like, somebody would find that off-putting. It is pretty extreme a couple times. Like, it gets really out there more than once, and but it's really, really good. Like, they have the bat coming out of the guy's mouth after it, like... yeah jumps into him and it like oh god like it's just and like eyes exploding and 
weird zombie creatures, because these are obviously werewolves. <laughs> Vampires, not werewolves. Bullets through the head. Like, yeah. yeah, they do a ton of stuff. It's great. So the movie begins with a funeral as our character Blast Hard Cheese is there for the death of his sister. And there's also some werewolves that are not in werewolf form there as well because they know that his sister is a werewolf and I guess they're there to collect her at some point. Yeah, they're, I guess, adding her to their coven or whatever this is whatever it is they're weird orgy cult (laughs) yeah (laughs) basically so so they're there and also stefan is there which is christopher lee Mm -hmm. who is uh telling bolt vanderhuge that his sister is possibly something and hey here's my card i am a a cult investigator come see me And right away we see, like, a bunch of weird figures out in the woods, too, that are, like, staring at this funeral and stuff. So you kind of know that Christopher Lee is probably right. Like, there's obviously... They're very villainous looking. Like, it's kind of obvious that they're there to do something untoward, as it were. Yes. So then we hard cut to a rock concert at a punk venue. (laughs) Which we are going to do a lot in this movie. They love this punk concert. Holy shit. They they paid for this song and this music video and they goddamn got use out of it. Yes. This song comes up as not just the end credits, but also like basically every single time that they need to do music in this film, it is the one song. Typically when they're like driving to go attack the werewolves or like trying to do something cool. This is like the cool action song. In the pale, pale light of the moon glow. Like you you will get very sick of that by the end of this if you don't like it. The good thing (laughs) is, is like they use it a lot and it's very much overused. Like I I will absolutely say that. But it's not bad. Like the song's actually kind of okay. Like the band is pretty cool looking and it's pretty good. And so, like, it's it's not bad. Um, also, we should discuss, uh, I'll let you have it, but Christopher Lee comes into this rock concert. Oh, yeah! About halfway at the beginning of it. And I, I, I need you to describe Christopher Lee going to this punk rock concert. Holy shit! Yeah! So Christopher Lee is dressed up as your actual dad. Like your current, (laughs) your dad's current fashion is Christopher Lee at this punk concert with people with mohawks and spikes and leather. And he just he just shows up in dad costume. Mm-hmm. They hand him a there really we go. cool yeah. pair of sunglasses. And he's like, oh, what the hell are these? Oh, put them on. But, like, the sunglasses are, like, those 80s, like, very thin plastic. It's like a visor one. Yeah, they're, like, yeah. The, the weird cyberpunk visor goggles that they have sometimes. It's But he doesn't nice. look cool. He still looks like my dad wearing visor glasses. It's really good. It's really, really good. And Christopher Lee is just blending right the fuck in. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Ridley, like, just melts into the background once he has that on. I mean, you couldn't possibly <laughs> tell him apart from all these weird 80s cyberpunk people. <laughs> it's so good. So, at the same time as Christopher Lee is becoming cool as shit, which he already was and did not need to do, mm -hmm. there's a punk rock chick who's being harassed by three skinheads. Yeah. Uh, who are like, hey, you want to have sex? <laughs> yeah, their pickup line with, is with very, my penis. That is their pickup line. Their pickup line is, hey, uh, he, they, they go, uh, like, do you want to be with us? And then he's like, no, she wouldn't want to be with Trash. She might fuck us, though. <laughs> That's their pickup line for her. Oh, my God. And she's like, oh, these guys are awful. Yes. Yes. I do. <laughs> Come on. Let's get out of here. Wink. Mm-hmm. Maybe the subtitle folks just can't, like, translate English, you know, like, British English. Hey, what's with you, man? I mean, can't you see that she's a lady? Don't want to drink with no riffraff? Yeah. So ask her if she fucks her. Well, they have accurately recreated the bar experience. That's true. I never thought you'd ask. She's going to murder. So she she gets on a bike, she's like, hey, follow me and we'll have sex uh -huh, with your penis. <laughs> and so then, of course, they follow her to an abandoned warehouse, the place that okay. most punk chicks want to have sex. <laughs> Not even that. It's it's the middle of the night. This concert's happening probably around midnight. And and they ride their bikes, uh, like three of them plus some girlfriend of one of the skinheads, mm -hmm. all night. Literally all fucking night. <laughs> until yeah, because like there's the sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> to to this abandoned warehouse where the chick's like, aha, now we're gonna have sex. <laughs> Time for us to have the sex. <laughs> it's the dumbest shit. It rules. I love how stupid it is. Like, that's the thing. Is, for whatever reason, this movie just pulls it off that when it does something very dumb, it it always feels like it's charming in some way, right? Like, yeah. there's something yeah. about it that it's got a little bit of charm to it doing very stupid shit. So after she tricks them into going into the abandoned warehouse, she starts... <laughs> yeah, she howls again. all over the place. And, and we see that there's also a bunch of other werewolves there because she led them into a trap. Dun, dun, dun. Oh no! It was not for sex? Who would have known? <laughs> uh, so... Oh my god. So one of the biker skinheads goes off with his girlfriend to to do the sex. And the other two are like, yeah, let's go after this one chick who led us there because we are going to have sex. And then the werewolves just start pranking them and like throwing shit at their head for no reason, which is fucking hilarious. It's, yeah, there's some very good shots of like, 
they throw a bottle at the one guy and he gets all pissed off and his friend goes like, ooh, you shouldn't have done that. You made Deacon mad. And he like pulls out a switchblade and he's like laughing at his friend. And as he's laughing yeah. at his friend, it like... And monologuing. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's, but like his friend starts like going forward menacingly with yeah. this switchblade looking around. And he's in the background and he's kind of going like, ah, you made Deacon mad. And then you see like this... Like cardboard tube, it looks like, kind of like yeah. come flying in from the side and just boom, <laughs> nails the second guy in, his, in the middle of his vlog. Oh, About like what a so badass good. his friend is, and like all this dust flies off of him because it's all like this old dusty warehouse shit, and it's great. <laughs> like it's just immediate. These people are fucking idiots. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, love, I love it. So they all get killed by the werewolves in the, the abandoned warehouse, one mm-hmm. by one. And then we cut back to Christopher Lee and Stump Beef Knob. And I guess his girlfriend slash reporter who's just there. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, she does a lot of just being there. I. It's yeah. kind of... <sighs> One of like this movie is very bare bones in a few different ways. There is not a lot of character to anybody. Like Christopher Lee has the most, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. they're they're just kind of very stereotype, archetypal kind of people that don't really have like. There's definitely not like a character arc or anything. I mean, uh, Chud Mc. <laughs> I, I can't do. I can't do. His name is Lump Beef. Uh, Get it the... right. <laughs> Chud Beefcake here. Uh, there we go. There we go. His whole thing, like, about, like, oh, I want to get my sister, like, oh, my sister's a werewolf kind of thing. He never has any motivation beyond that. And even, like, the, his motivation for that even dries up almost immediately. Because we'll get into no that. motivation. But... No emotion. Yeah. No character. No acting. Classic crunch butt steak. Yes. So. <laughs> but like same with, and the same thing kind of with yeah. this reporter girlfriend woman is like, we're never told really what their relationship is. There's not really any reason for her to go along with any of this. There's not much reason for him to go along with any of it. They just kind of are there so that the rest of the trappings happen. And it's, Certainly not great that it does that, but it it just kind of is what it is, and I, I still enjoy it for, like, the rest of the stuff. It's really all about the the visuals and stuff that go on with this rather than the actual characters, because there's very little of that. The writing's not good, but goddammit, they shot it well. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like, it's it's still an experience for whatever reason. It just It just works. So Christopher Lee is explaining to Reef Blastbody mm-hmm. that his sister is a werewolf and that werewolves really exist. See, look, I have this Betamax tape of a news recording that shows a person that turned into a werewolf getting shot by the news crew. Yeah. Who has well, guns. Well, you, know, you say getting shot by the news crew, which makes it sound like they were out and they found a werewolf and then shot it. No, it was during the recording, yeah. They were yeah, just, no, it they was, had, they it was the news reporter. Like, it was the newscaster in yeah. studio, on set, getting shot. <laughs> yeah, they all they were all packing heat in the newsroom. America. Yeah. And then and then at this point, what's his name? Big McLarge Huge says yes. that he is 
sick of Christopher Lee's shit and he needs to stop. So Christopher's is like, okay, okay, that's fine. But there's also this other werewolf you need to watch out for. And then he pulls up a PowerPoint presentation and starts going slide by slide of pictures of this woman who is the punk rock chick that killed everybody in the abandoned warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I he's got believe, a whole... I can't believe he had that ready. He has like, a whole bunch of posters and, like, string between them and everything. He's got, like, a whole presentation done up. He was sitting here yeah. beforehand getting, like... Yeah acetate pages ready for an overhead projector like practicing his speech it's pretty great He's using like sticky glue to like put it on the paper put little stars and glitter on it like yeah he fucking <laughs> like he was bringing this to a, a you know middle school presentation christopher lee <sighs> did arts and crafts before this meeting <laughs> what a legend you recognize her Yes. I made this so you could see it. I saw her. I put hours too. of work into this. Did you? This <laughs> randomly pops up yeah. with like a presentation. It's like laminated and taped on and fucking like he was really proud of this. <laughs> mm -hmm. She's one of the most vicious and one of the most dangerous kind. I don't even. She is immune. So Rip Slagcheek gets mad at him and pouts off, uh -huh. not angrily, just like my sister. There's so little acting from him; it's pretty incredible. He's very, very, very bland. But but and... he knows that Christopher Lee is going to go like stake his sister. Yeah, right? Christopher Lee explains. So, so yeah. in. A pretty amazing little twist. I don't understand why they do this. So he goes, oh, like, she's an extra dangerous werewolf because she's immune. Silver bullets won't harm her. You have to use titanium. And it's like, wait, but so it's the but same why? thing then. What? Like, that, that never becomes, like, a point other than, like, oh, I guess we just have to switch the metal. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's no. just, it's different. <laughs> no, it's just, like... Immune to one metal, but weak to a different one makes no difference, right? Like, it's... Yeah. But he explains that he's going to stake... He has to stake her through the heart before she rises again from the dead. You know, like werewolves do. Like werewolves. <laughs> and As the, he demonstrates the by chick... staking her through the liver in a skeleton. Which yeah, then he shows on a skeleton, but he, like, stabs her basically in the hip. And it's like, mm, Christopher Lee, good actor, bad at anatomy. Uh, yep. <laughs> and uh, the where the reporter chick is there, and she goes, "Oh, uh, hmm, this all sounds very interesting," and kind of listens to him and tries to convince uh, her boyfriend that this is going to be, "Oh no, you actually need to do this. Like, this is very important. She's for sure turning into a werewolf. I a hundred percent believe it. For some reason, <laughs> yeah, she believes it, but Hunk Manmeat doesn't. Yes, and it's just." Mm. But Hunk Manmeat is going to go to the graveyard anyways, because now he's decided, well, I'm going there anyways, because I'm going to fucking shoot Christopher Lee, that motherfucker. I'm going to kill this son of a bitch. Oh my god, Red, no. Don't, Christopher Lee's a legend. How dare you? How dare you? I can't believe that motherfucker's gonna stake my dead sister's corpse. I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, 
not call the police, not stop him. I'm just going to go there and murder the son of a bitch. Yeah, and reporters <laughs> just like, I'll come too. Yeah. But I like, don't agree with it. I, don't, I, I think that's a really bad idea. Let me help you. <laughs> there is oh not God. a lot of reason for the characters to do what they do it's in this the movie. Dumbest shit. It's the dumbest shit. So, so Christopher Lee is now in a church with the open casket that has like an open window for the body's face and is chanting and praying to the Lord as a bunch of spooky werewolves start sneaking up, sneaking up on him. Sneaky sneak. Yeah, they're all creeping in. And and in the meantime, our uh, other two characters are out wandering through the woods. And this is where, like, it's so funny because last week we had a terrible movie that yes. in describing it sounded amazing. And this week we have a great movie that in describing it sounds terrible because so yes. much of it is visual. Because they're going through the woods and it's like all this overgrown vines on all the trees and like a fog. And like it's just really well shot. Like it looks great. It's it like feels... classic Halloween movie atmosphere. Yeah, it, it, it has yeah. a very... Um, this one is shot in 1985. But the filmography and stuff of it and the way that the settings are done, it feels like a 70s horror film. Yes. Right, like very classic, like Exorcist kind of. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's got that feel to it. There's something it, about the, it that feels classic. It's the Exorcist until they get to the Mad Max. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, different. Yeah. Like it goes yeah. back and forth between these very moody set pieces. Yeah, and then in the pale pale light of the moon, yeah. as they're like ripping it's all like, their shirts okay. off and showing their breasts. <laughs> it almost feels like they shot two separate movies and put them together, but they didn't. And that's what's weird about it. And it, yeah, it doesn't feel as disjointed as that sounds. No. It, it, it flows together Visually, well enough, yeah. but it it is a weird dichotomy of the two different things that are happening. Yeah, they get attacked by a werewolf and shoot it because we're... Ugh. Blast Thickneck is real good at shooting things mm -hmm. with his gun. So... So at that point, Christopher Lee gets attacked by all the werewolves and gun shooty man comes in and goes, blam, blam, I'm helping you. After his sister tried to kill Christopher Lee from the coffin. Yeah, because they distract Christopher yeah. Lee. He doesn't stake her. And then she starts like grabbing him out of the yeah. coffin as werewolves do. <laughs> yep. So they then, slam like the coffin lid on top of her and leave her there. Yeah, they're like, we're done with this now. At this point, uh, as they're fighting the werewolves in the church, one of them gets away by jumping out a window, question mark, and they go uh, they after throw him. him. Uh, the beef Mick uh, Thickneck, as you said, gra <laughs> yeah. gra grabs yeah. her, uh, grabs him and throws him out the window when he goes to attack Christopher Lee. And, yeah. So they, yeah. they go after him to kill him. Mm-hmm. And the way they catch him is by throwing an extremely tiny net on him. And then yes. Christopher Lee comes out like, what the fuck are you doing? And removes the net. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's this really, really little net. And they, like, only throw it over his head. There's, like, this tiny little bit of netting on his head and, like, part yeah. of his arm. <laughs> and it's just like, It's, that's it's like that scene anything. in Kung Pao where they throw a tiny net on him. He's like, tiny net. <laughs> it's really good. It's over. It's the same scene. He could have worn that scene. net as a hat. It's so yes. little. <laughs> Master.
Mr. Betty, my compliments. That tiny net was surefire. Hmm, yes, a tiny net is a death sentence. It's a net and it's tiny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure. At this very moment, he's out in a field, rotting like a papaya, while we're in here, cozy and enjoying the good life. <laughs> so they, uh, the werewolf tells them you need to go to the dark country. Because that's where Sturba is, who is the evil vampire werewolf thing. The, that the like, kill. queen werewolf, yeah. Which we find out later is Christopher Lee's sister that was turned into a werewolf, which is why he's hunting them. Well, except that she's millennia old, supposedly. Or whatever. He says at care. various points, he's like, she's been sleeping for millennia. And then it's... She's like, ah, my brother. And you're like, wait, what? How is... What? They never like, explain that. I feel like the werewolves have a hive mind, and his sister is just one of the werewolves who was an older lady at the end of the movie. But her brain consciousness is in Sturba's body, who is a young woman, but was an old woman until... You know what? Ah, fuck it. Anyway, so... <laughs> yeah. So, you have to go to the dark country. So where are we going, man? We're traveling. Transylvania. Yeah, the dark country. <laughs> I love that you called it. You're like, wait, is the dark country going to be Transylvania? And yes, very next scene, across the screen in big letters, Transylvania. <laughs> I love it. When do we leave? Immediately. Are they going to Transylvania? Is to that what they're trying to say? Maybe. I don't know Whoa. what the dark country is. Dark country. What does that skeleton have to do with anything? I'm right! You're right! God damn it. <laughs> this movie rules. Okay. This, this movie just keeps getting better. This movie fucking rules. I love it so much. And it is very stereotypically Transylvania. Like, they've got, like... They arrive in a train. The sorry, they don't arrive. The, the werewolves do. Yeah, yeah, the other werewolf, the the punk rock werewolves, also go to meet Sturba, and they arrive by train, like to this old train station in like this thick like, German wood. Like it's, they rode on the Polar Express to fucking Transylvania. <laughs> yeah, it's very very yeah. good imagery. We did get to see a very good dog, though. There was a very good boy in that. There scene. is, there is, in fact, a awesome German Shepherd that's just sitting yep. on the tracks. Uh, yep. Well, not on the tracks, on the oh, platform. On the platform, yeah. On the platform, yeah. waiting for the train to come in, as good dogs do. Meanwhile, a lump beefaroni and reporter chick and Christopher Lee are driving in a car along a dirt road to the same village which has both a train and an airport. And along the way, they find a literal village of people standing in the road with one older babushka on the ground bleeding in a car, like, off the side of the road next to her. Yep. Uh, so they stop. They're like, hey, what happened? Oh, she drove off the road and is dying. It's the worst thing. Oh no, oh. we need to get doctor. We don't yeah. have one. 
There's oh, like oh, 40 she's... of them standing there. Yeah, there's like 40 No of them. joke. So, so reporter woman starts walking towards the woman. She's like, oh, I think she's trying to say something. And then all 40 of them like, we're leaving now. Yeah. They just say, oh, thank you for the help. And turn around and just wander into the woods. And like okay. very slowly, like there's no urgency about this at all. It is the most pathetic trap of all time. It's and so, so of, and, and, and thus of it. course, of course, Chud <laughs> falls for it. <laughs> yes. Like instantly. So, so the babushka starts turning into a werewolf and then Christopher's like, oh, a werewolf. Time to stake her. Stake. Well, that trap was done with. All right, I'm gonna walk to town now. You guys drive. Yeah, he goes. I, I <laughs> need to get to. Ha- I need to get to town ahead of you. I'll meet you there. And then he walks off into the woods as they take the car, which is obviously much slower than Christopher Lee. <laughs> Christopher Lee is too fucking cool in this movie. <laughs> I don't even. He walks faster than the car can drive. Yes. And, like power walks there because he's Christopher Lee. Stefan, please. Stefan, where are you going? Why are you leaving? <laughs> I'm going to the village. I will see you there later. Come back once you've had um, acting lessons. Don't don't just walk there's away. A, there's um, a car, Christopher Lee. You can drive. Yeah. Uh, all right. They're, they're gonna just like drive near him, like, hey, you sure you don't want to get in the car? Because we can just. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, come on! God, what a legend. <laughs> Fucking legend. It's such a stupid thing. It's so dumb. Like, later on, you were like, wait, why did he get out of the car and dr- walk here? I'm like, because he needed to get there faster, duh. <laughs> like, it's obvious. God damn it. <laughs> that's literally the reason. The movie never explains it, but that's the reason. How are we going to do that? Let's just have them split up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's as far as they got. That's yep. as far as they got. Yes. And it's so cool. I feel like it might have been Christopher Lee who just wasn't feeling it that day and was like, I'm going to go back to my trailer. It's like, I'm done now. <laughs> so, okay. they The other two drive into the Transylvanian village with you know, classic Romania architecture and clothing and dancing and music. Mm-hmm. And they find the hotel, which you can tell yeah, they, it's labeled hotel. He goes, specifically as they're coming in, he tells her, so if we get split up, make sure that we meet back at the Holiday Inn. Yeah. It was a really weird product placement. but The Holiday yeah. Inn. Yeah. Yeah, and then they started playing at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how they got the song, thing of it. but yeah, it was weird. So after they check into the Holiday Inn, they get a key for room 666. Yes. And they're like, but this place doesn't even look like it has six floors. And then everybody, literally everybody in the hotel was like, yes, that is weird, huh? <laughs> yeah, they all do weird maniacal laughs. Yeah, you know, Christopher Lee, everybody fucking knows that room guy. Yeah, I was gonna say he's real famous. Room 666? Room 666? This hotel doesn't look like it has six floors. I know. Funny, isn't it? Fucking Statler and Waldorf over here. God, fucking 
<laughs> they all just laugh at him. <laughs> I love that, like, nobody answers him. They're just like, yeah, I know. Fucking weird, huh? All right, see ya. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy room 666. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> and and our, our couple is just like, huh, huh, and they right. go to their room. Sounds good. <laughs> See you guys later. Why, why did they go to their room? To record on their five pack of cassette tapes that was left on their table for them to record with by hotel staff. And yeah, have... I'm sure that totally seemed like some extra left that in the scene by accident. <laughs> Because it's definitely VHS cassette, like, it's VHS tapes for them to do, like, movie recordings on. So somebody it's, went it's and like, bought more VHS tapes and left yeah, them there by accident. It's, it's either a tape for their camera, or it's an actual, like, audio tape that they were using to record audio. Mm -hmm. But it literally, it's so obvious. It just says five-pack, and it's there with a bunch of random cassettes, and I don't know why. And I love it. And after that, they have sex with a diamond wipe. And then we're done with that scene, I guess. Sure. Yep. But Reb, Reb keeps his fucking pants on for that scene. He is not taking his pants off for this movie. No. <laughs> At all. That's only, that's reserved for all the women, boys. All the women. Yeah. yeah. Crud Bone Meal will not have sex with his pants off. Absolutely not. I mean, to be fair, I didn't want that, so. <laughs> I didn't want a lot of the nudity in this. No, we didn't. We didn't get that nudity, but we sure got a lot of Mickey from Pee Wee's Big Adventure nudity. <laughs> you know those little "Do Not Remove" under the penalty of law labels they put on mattresses? Yeah. Well, I cut one of them off. Gee. With a bunch of hair glued to his skin. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> so yeah. Well, the next scene—that's the next scene, isn't it? Or it's just before mm, this. It's just before this. It's in between this. Because I, I was just there's, saying... There's another sex scene, yeah, like before this, I think, yeah. Yeah, there's one before this where it shows uh, the American werewolf show up and the Sturba has uh, her big ceremony. So at yeah, the same time true. they're arriving at the hotel, this is happening. And there's this, like, old crone who's doing all this demonic chanting and they've got all these candles around and this massive old... Uh, skull catacombs. So, like, I think they might have actually recorded it in the, like, one of those famous uh, tombs, like, in Spain, like you were saying. Where there's just, yeah. like, thousands of skulls and there's, bones. Like There's that famous catacombs. Mm -hmm. I think it's at a church in Spain. Which yes. is just wall-to-wall yeah. -wall human remains. Bones, skulls. Uh, it's a very classic place to shoot classic horror movies. Yeah, or so at least to do your set like places. what that is. And it, it's very much done that way. So so they use this sacred bone catacomb to tie a naked woman up on a cross and put another one in a cage. Yes. And she, yeah. as she does all this demonic chanting and everybody has their boobs out because, I mean, that's what this movie is. <laughs> Welcome that's to this movie. Uh, everybody is in like the, the, ec yeah. the extra S and M costumes that they had from some other softcore porn some other movie. Week before. Yeah, and uh, she does her chanting, leans over the woman, and then you hear, and there's a big green light, <laughs> 80s CGI light effect that she sucks the soul out of this woman, and then becomes young and beautiful. 
at the moment at which she immediately takes off her clothes, because that's this movie. Yes. So, after all of that, and the other sex scenes that happened before this, I, I guess Christopher Lee uh, meets with some other people that are in the town, because that's why he had to go ahead, uh, and gets our couple to follow him into this church so he can be like, hey, these are other people that also had people killed by werewolves, and they're here to kill them. So, they're our friends. Uh, and I'm going to go out on the town and see if we can, you know, get some more information about them, figure out where Sturva is and whatnot. If you need me, call my puppet booth. Yeah. Yeah. Go go to the traditional German <laughs> means of communication. The puppet booth. Well, how do we keep in touch with each other? Constantine and Luca... We'll set up a puppet booth in the square, and you can communicate with me through them or through a the puppet line. booth. What about you? What are you going to be doing? That's kind of amazing. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Oh, yes, you're here to talk to Christopher Lee. Well, there must be something else. <laughs> sit around and wait. Thanks. Yes, yes, there is. They didn't have pagers or cell phones, so in the past they used oh, puppet booths. <laughs> you just got to tap into your local puppet show, and then you're good. Let's go. <laughs> One moment. The wooden puppet booth in town, and they'll know how to get a hold of me. They're using a puppet booth as a pager, and I am here for it. <laughs> Fucking rules. This movie just goes so many... This movie goes into some very strange places. Um, I just wanted to mention for a moment, like we were saying, that uh, our, our friend Slab Squat Thrust yes. doesn't take his pants off during his sex scene. But the, uh, they have, after Sturba becomes young again, they immediately have an orgy. and But it's with all their werewolf makeup on, so they're just glued full of hair, and they are fully naked for a long time. They really hold on that, but they won't have... The human sex scene is, like, very understated, and there's very little nudity in it. But, man, they mm -hmm. sure have a lot of werewolf sex. Lots of werewolf sex this, in this, this movie. movie knows exactly what it's about. So so after the puppet booth, which is like a, a neat little wooden puppet scene about the wolf in sheep's clothing story, which mm. definitely has no relevance to the plot of werewolves killing people, we go back to another night has passed. Our couple was in bed talking about different German slash Romanian slash Transylvanian words for things like Volk means wolf. Look, Ben, Volk, V-L-K, in the regional language, translates to wolf. Vaklava means the place where wolves live. And right here it says and Volkswagen, we... which is the car wolf where wolves drive. It is the car that wolves drive, yeah. <laughs> And the whole point is that there's a new full moon, uh, what is it, like a festival that's happening in town, which is when all the werewolves will then go to create more werewolves from people in town, which they've already kind of been doing, although they've been mostly using them as food. 
Which, by the way, using people's food, we didn't talk about the hitchhiker scene. Which is yeah. <laughs> there was a moment earlier where, uh, as the werewolves were coming in after she gets picked up at the train station, they're like, oh, we forgot to bring snacks for everybody. And yeah. then there's these two hitchhikers on the side of the road, and they go, oh, there we go. <laughs> Pull over, grab them, and they go, get in the back. And they pop them in and just start eating them. Well, the guy driving the vehicle has the best line. Schnitzel. Because as they get into the back and start being eaten, he's like, Schnitzel. Bon appetit. <laughs> yes. yeah. uh... I don't understand. It's so dumb, but I love it. So the next day has happened. The festival was occurring, but it's not night. So it's not the night of the full moon yet. Touch Rust Rod <laughs> is in town with his girlfriend now i guess and uh christopher lee is also there with a bunch of other random characters that were in the i guess the church earlier that all had people that were killed by the werewolves and they're you know they found the wolf that they were looking for which was punk rock chick Mm -hmm. and christopher lee is like okay i'm gonna go find some more information about sturba you guys stay here and our big beef man is like, okay, I'm going to go buy something for my girlfriend because we had sex and <laughs> that means I need to buy things. And he goes wandering off, but he didn't wander off to go buy a gift for woman he is having sex with. He went off to go follow the punk rock chick and balding man to their castle. Yeah. With, with I don't uh, know why. Other guy. Because reasons. Yeah, for some reason he just goes off on his own. So as they're going off that way, Eat Punch Beef (laughs) is... You're running out, aren't you? Yeah, I'm running out. (laughs) He's with his his friend who has a flail. And his friend is like, hey, by the way, you're going to want to watch out when we go near this castle. Because these werewolves will, like, chant really loudly and it can kill you. So I brought these blessed iPod AirPods. Yes. To put in your ear that will stop the chanting and you can also listen to tunes on the go. <laughs> they charge through the holy power of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we get the best scene and I'll let you have it where they come upon the werewolves at the castle entering. Yeah. So thick rock body comes up yeah. with his friend, and he pulls out a gun to go and get the guard, and he goes, no, 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 like, that's too loud, I'll get him. He throws a knife from, like, a hundred yards away, and immediately yep. nails this guard in the stomach, and then he runs up as fast as he can, and, like, does a spinning leap through the air, and whacks him over the head with a flail as he's doubled over. And it... <laughs> As we're laughing our asses off at it, because it's fucking goofy. We'll try we'll include this yeah. somewhere. We'll we'll get a little clip yeah. of this. Um the Chud Slab face goes, that's a different kind of killing. <laughs> I it's so good. <laughs> like it's the most so monotone good. voice. It's so it's incredible. Rock and roll. Rock and roll, Recovery. motherfucker! <laughs> I can't believe in order to get 
AirPods that actually charge, you have to bless them first. <laughs> I just fucking threw a knife at the guy. Yeah. Rep is doing absolutely shit all. Yes! Yes! Oh yes! my god! Definitely a new kill technique. Yes! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Alright, <laughs> get Oh my god. And then, at that point, the werewolves, I guess, start chanting very loudly. And as uh, Flint Ironstag and his friend are running away, his friend trips and his airpods fall out. And good luck finding your airpods on the ground in the middle of a forest. Like, that shit's gone. Yeah. You're never gonna find them again. So his friend's like, just go! Just leave me. I'll listen to this song. It'll be fine. And then his eyes blow out of his fucking head. Yeah. Tom Savini shit. Jesus. In very graphic fashion. In it's great. Yeah. Very, very tight close-up of his eyes exploding. Yeah. And at the same time, they capture uh, Reporter Lady. Because uh -huh. she was also going after to try and look for her uh, big man meat. <laughs> who ran off. And they capture her and lock her in the skull dungeon with the other girls. Okay. Yeah. So then they, they yeah, they tie her up and, well, uh, no, that's not, uh, she was out with, um, another one of the she guys was their, that was. their guide, yeah. Yeah, she was with a guide yeah. that Christopher Lee had vouched for, but he actually turns out to be a werewolf and goes to attack her. The other werewolves actually grab him and are like, no, we're saving him, her for later kind of thing. And then they have to chain yeah. her up. Why are we saving her for later? Or plot. <laughs> I don't know. That that's literally it. It was just like we're saving her for later for the plot reasons. Um, so it, at this point, uh, Stump Chunkman makes it back to town, and is like, "Hey, where's my girlfriend? Oh, she left. Okay." And Christopher Lee has been led astray by a small child who had her necklace that he gave them yeah. to protect them. And, and is being led aside, uh, like, led off into this alley, and this kid's like, Oh, you better follow me. I'll kill you. Giggle, giggle, giggle. Explorer. Yeah, there's, there is the most obvious traps in the universe in this movie, and every single person falls for them. It fucking rules. Just like the crowd of people standing over the woman in the road. Uh, yeah, this one is yeah. the, the little child, like... He he grabs the necklace from it and he's like, "Where did you find this? Where did you find this?" And then like goes running off down an alley and going, like all these noises, leads him into an abandoned building, and he's just like, "Oh no, this makes perfect sense. I'm sure a small child would absolutely do this." And it turns out it was their friend who had turned evil and then stabs him. Yeah, the one with his eyes blown out manages to cut Christopher Lee on the arm. At the same time, uh, Granite Fridge Body, 
runs yes. into the room and throws him out the window, and we now now get Walk another second death scene yeah. for the same person that already has his eyes blown out, and he falls onto like a um like a black iron fence, like that's all spikes. It's, it's a small, it's a small cement circle surrounded in circ like a fence of spikes around it for literally no reason other than for impaling people out of this window. Yeah, if you get defenestrated, you're also getting eviscerated. Okay, so now we, at this point, they're like, okay, we need to go after Sturba and kill them all, so let's get our crew and let's go. And then we hard cut to a fucking orgy. (laughs) (laughs) And it is very explicit, like, in many ways. Uh, and there's a guy holding up a boombox playing music. <laughs> not playing any music. Specifically, in the pale, pale light of the moon. It's the same pale, song. Pale light of the moon. And they keep on cutting back to the rock concert from the beginning. Like, they just yeah. have random footage from the rock concert. And then this orgy back and forth over and over and over. back to this wait what oh boy uh they're they're saying that that music concert was just like the board there's a really long orgy scene huh yeah oh yes there certainly is and uh, when as they uh start to show up she goes, ah, oh, we're being interrupted kind of thing. And you hear, like, record scratch. They do a full yeah. record scratch. Like, <laughs> and the guy in the boombox just stops it. Because we uh, thought, well, okay, we thought they were just playing music over the scene. They're, that's yeah. not it, though. They were actually playing music at the orgy. One person's job. Yes. Like, you need multiple jobs at the orgy. Somebody's got to clean up. Somebody's got to make sure people are safe, move people around, bring pizza in. This fucker's job was just to play the music on the record, and DJ this goddamn orgy, and god damn it, he did a damn fine job. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, you've got to have all the different uh, all the different roles, and sometimes you're just on boombox duty. Man. Mm. And, it's some, and that's not as that's dirty like, as it like, sounds. That, that's like being a designated driver. <laughs> like, the yeah, there's, there's, you've got to have the DD at the orgy. Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> who's so gonna drive go? home safe, Boyks? It's not gonna be anybody <laughs> in it's on the No, orgy it's not anybody side. in the orgy for sure. Oh my god. Okay, so oh. so at this point the werewolves all leave the castle and go after the crew that is coming to kill them. They start picking them off one by one. One of them, which I called, came out of a literal hole in the ground. Well, I and called like, it too. Ah. Not exactly. That, hold up. You're trying to make this sound like you guessed it super hard. They kept on showing like four or five shots of their feet on the ground over and over. It was not hard yeah. to guess. It's still yeah. ruled though, because it comes out of a pit in the ground for no reason. It's just like, blah, I'm in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> to which... I, okay, so he grabs somebody, and instead of trying yeah. to save their friend, what Christopher Lee does is does a little chant and throws the fucking holy hand grenade of Antioch into the yeah. hole and blows them Boom. both up. <laughs> Just this fountain of fucking fire and blood. Yeah, explosions. just doesn't give a like, shit about right. any of their friends at all. He's just like, oh, well, he's dead. All right. He's like, no, I'm still, I'm just being held lightly. Please. Just, 
Oh no, they've grappled me. Well, fucking blow them up. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Thanks, I'm just held. Like, just let him get him to let me go. Nope. I guess he's already dead. <laughs> All right, time to blow him up. After they're down to Christopher uh, Lee, blast chest hair, and <laughs> and, and the, the father, yeah, the priest. Uh, they're Christopher's like, okay, there's no other way to do this. They picked us all off one by one. The only way to continue from this point forward, let's split up, gang. <laughs> yeah, we. Well, I mean, they've got all, they've gotten so many of us. Our numbers are so Zoik dwindled. Scoob. We'll have to dwindle them more. Zoik Scoob. <laughs> the only solution to our numbers being dwindled is to dwindle our numbers further. Uh, so, so they split up. Christopher Lee goes after Sturba, and I guess. The priest goes after Sturba too. Yes, on his own. The priest is and, faster. Yeah, yeah, and Buff drink a lot goes after his girlfriend. <laughs> okay, so two of the werewolves, which is Punk Rock Chick and Mickey from Pee Wee's Big Adventure slash Balding Naked Band, in most of the sex scenes, go to the underground catacomb to pick her up, and our our main character with gun goes blam blam. Yeah, he just oh, shoots and stabs them, just like right away. Yeah, he's like, oh. That was There's not much of a fight scene here. He just shoots the one guy and then stabs the werewolf chick. Vlad, who is, as you said, Mickey from uh, Pee Wee Herman, is weirdly like transforming into his werewolf form, which I guess they don't want. And he's I don't like, really get what that was about. Yeah, he's having weird spasms and stuff, so they get caught unawares yeah. and. He shoots and stabs them and then cuts her down and starts running out with her, covered in gore. In the meantime, Priest has found Sturba. And, uh, God, I should, we should mention what Sturba's dressed in here at this moment. It's so weird. Her dress in this, like, the costuming in this movie is one of the things that makes it so good. Like, there's so much visual going on that we can't fully describe how awesome this movie is and why it's good. But she is in, like, a black leather suit, uh, but it's got, like, all of these gold metal fasteners on it. It Yeah. It's, like, in, like, a very, it looks very sci-fi. And it's helped out a lot by her constantly talking whenever she's doing her demon chant stuff, I guess, like casting her spells. Um, she's doing it in like a reverb that makes it sound like she's, it sounds very science fiction-y rather than horror yeah. or fantasy. It's a weird effect. Like, if you've ever looked at sleazy VHS covers from that era, she looks like what they would put as the woman on the cover. Yeah, like, she looks like she's like a that, cover of heavy metal magazine. Sci-fi, heavy metal shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's very heavy metal cover. So the priest gets there first and starts sneaking up on her with an axe, and she's like, "Oh shit, he's sneaking up on me with an axe." Yeah, he thinks he's being real sneaky, and she's like watching him from be- the front. Like yeah. you can see, yeah. they show a shot of her kind of glancing over her shoulder at him. Like, God, what does this idiot think he's doing? Yeah. So he comes up behind her. He's like, "I'm going to kill you in the name of the Lord." She's like, "Ah." We were waiting for you. Here, take my bat. Take my bat rubber comes, bat. <laughs> this rubber bat puppet flies off of the, the staff that she has and comes, you know, gliding towards him, starts uh, inserting its head or tail into his neck through his throat and just starts grinding him up and he starts puffing up his face really gross and the bat climbs inside and it's disgusting. 
welcome, Father. We've been expecting you. A bag is something else! Fucking cool! Look at that! A little fucking bat! Oh, god. Ugh. Ugh. What the? What the? Oh, they, they sure know their gore sometimes. Yeah, they do. Ooh. Ugh. Ew. That was cool as shit. And his eyes roll back and blood gushes out. Yeah. And it's gross as shit. There is a lot of gore in this movie, as we might have mentioned. And um, it's... I want to mention, though, that like a lot of the time in these old B-movie horror movies and stuff like this, especially, you, you can kind of tell, like, they'll do, like, the head explosion and it's always, yeah. like, a cake. Right? And it... Something, yeah. That looks like the person's head. Like, the, a cake is a big one. Things like that. And it's... It's pretty obvious most of the time. This stuff was really, really competently done. Like, it was... It's kind of rough to watch. <laughs> like, I, I'm not normally done in by gore at all, but, like, this stuff looks very realistic in a way that uh, most of that stuff doesn't. It's very, very surprising. So, Stefan goes to meet Sturba after that, and our other two characters... Uh, Splint chesty? We'll go with that. <laughs> goes, goes, <laughs> leaves with his reporter girlfriend. He's like, I'm fucking out of here. I don't give a shit. Uh, so Stefan is there with Sturba and they're having a conversation while her Technicolor dream code is going off in the background. Yeah, they've got all the, like we said, like that 80s, like CGI kind of, I mean, it's not CGI, but like the added effects that they do of weird light stuff where it's just like light flashes and she's got like electricity kind of all around her and all this these weird red and yellow lights she's got like a laser light show going on all around her all the time it's very psychedelic yeah is what it is and she's hypnotizing stefan slash christopher lee to be like come near me yes let's all join the coven together you never could resist me brother you too will be a werewolf and Stefan's, like, slowly, casually walking up to her. Yeah, he like, acts like he's enchanted kind of thing. Yeah, and she's like, yes, now we'll be one forever. Fuck you. <laughs> Stabs her in the gut. <laughs> in the name of the Lord, you're fucking dead. I did it. Stefan is real stabby in this movie. He just stabs everybody. <laughs> There's, like, yeah, seven so different stabbings that Christopher Lee does. Stefan, let us take our fill of love. What? In the name of God. Yes! Space! <laughs> Rest in peace. What? I do In blood and in flame, we will be wedded for eternity. For eternity. Yeah. And then for some reason, a bunch of fire starts shooting out of her stomach, and she's like, oh, I'll take you with me, and hugs them until they both burn to death. 
Yeah, and then like the pre then they go back to the priest who has the bat crawl out of his mouth while he's laying there Just dead on the floor gross. and Yeah. They go back to the more gore again and they burn that up too. It's Pretty interesting. Oh, actually, one of the yeah. really cool effects from early, I just wanted to say, like, when she's stealing the soul to make herself younger, they do this really, really cool effect, like, um, the body's burning, which is why I was reminded of it here, where it felt like they must have done, like, a, they take, like, a fake skull and then, like, put wax over it, and then they burned oh, it yeah, up. yeah, 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 that it was, was great. This really weird rippling flesh kind of effect as like they well, I'm, I'm pretty sure they used like out. a hair dryer or a fan near it too to make it ripple. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. yeah it was really neat. So they, there's some very cool if you can stand a little bit of gore, there's some incredible effects in this. Really neat stuff. So Butch Deadlift and his girlfriend reporter make it back to town and he pulls out a gun on some random person He's like, hey. Where's the nearest airport? Yeah, I wanted to mention this because you were like, oh my god, I can't believe that nobody's noticing that she's just drenched in blood running through this crowd and, like, nobody's yeah. screaming or anything. Yeah. And then literally one second later, he just pulls a gun on the person that's on the stage, puts it in his face, and goes, show me the airport. Yeah, they're like, uh, it's that way there's a sign. It's where you <laughs> came from. How did you get here if not by air? You came from the U.S. Transylvania yeah. is not on the same so, continent. So they fly back home, and Smash Lampjaw has moved in with his reporter, now girlfriend, person that he saved, mm -hmm. who was with him that they had sex with and must have had some sort of relationship before. Whatever. Yeah, there's and, no and the, explanation of that. There's there's so little character development in this. It's just whatever. none of that stuff matters. This is not a movie to watch for like good characters or development or anything no. like that, or even honestly, even a plot. It's just stylish as hell, is what it is. And it's it's Halloween. They get a knock on the door. They're like, "Yo, we got a trick or treater. Let's go!" And it's a kid in a werewolf costume. <laughs> nice costume, kid. It's a really, really good werewolf costume. Yeah, what? Where'd that kid go? Oh, the, the kid went to the you know apartment right across ours. Oh, but that apartment's empty. No, it must be full because uh, they went in there. Let's go say hi. Okay, open the door. Hey, your kid just came and took candy from us in Halloween, and that's bad because he was trick or treating. Yeah, it's such a weird conversation. And, and the guy's at the door, he's like, no, I don't have a kid, and there's definitely nobody else in this apartment, because I'd have to pay more rent, and that would be awful. Haha, <laughs> hey, would you like to come in? Don't say shit or I'll fuck up. <laughs> 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 and then we cut to a music video with the same song we've heard 20 times, but this time with boobs on a beat. <laughs> yeah, we cut to the credits, which is just, like you said, boobs on a beat. Every single time that they have that one specific beat happen... She rips open her shirt from one of the scenes from earlier and shows off all of her breasts. Yep, sure does. What a movie. It's, this thing's it's a ride. It's hard to describe because there's so many weird visuals and cuts and atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to describe that while describing the plot because the plot has fucking none of it. <laughs> No. Plot, characters, none of that. Like, the dialogue, the plot, the characters, all of it's garbage. The only thing that's, uh, the only, like, dialogue that's good is just that there is a lot of moments, and I mean a lot of moments, of Christopher Lee being like, By the Lord our God, I will smite thee! Like, doing all these, like, big yeah. monologues, yeah. which is 
Christopher Lee can fucking monologue at me all day, baby. Holy shit. It's real good. If you're into the Hammer films or Christopher Lee movies, and we don't usually do this, uh, but I would actually suggest this movie Mm -hmm. for that atmosphere and schlocky Halloween nonsense. It's great. The rest of the film, if you want a movie, fuck that. (laughs) Oh, not a movie. Uh, Okay, I guess I don't have anything else to say about the film. We can move on to rating the doggos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's rate the werewolves. I guess first. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, Vlad. I think was balding man. Vlad was balding man. That's correct. Did not like him. Zero out of ten. I hairy ass. <laughs> it's just like hairy. I lots can, of hairy. All ass. I can see yeah. is a extremely hairy ass with a weird glued on tail and extra glued on hair to make it even hairier. Yep. And that. Yep. I, I can't remember his face, but that that ass will haunt <laughs> me forever. Ass will be there forever. There there's uh, they there's a lot of like full moon in uh, werewolf movies normally, there but is, I didn't yeah. expect that full moon. <laughs> so so you would rate him a haunting ass out of ten. Yes, full moon. <laughs> All right, punk rock punk rock chick. I would rate her as epic prankster out of ten. <laughs> God, the early pranks that she does is so good. Uh, I I loved her character in some ways, just that, like, I, they kind of had the classic, like, they get the revenge on these horrible assholes that were trying to pick up women in the bar yeah. in the yeah. worst possible way. Uh, there's also Sturba. There is Sturba. She doesn't actually ever turn into a werewolf in this movie, so I don't think she counts. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, no, she's a, no, she's a werewolf in the orgy. Oh, yeah. Mm. She's absolutely a werewolf in the orgy. Mm, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm giving her a boob beat out of ten. <laughs> Boy, we uh, we sure do get a boob beat. That's true. Boobs on a beat. That's fair. Uh, lastly, we have uh, Train Station Dog. Yes, Train, train Station, Station dog. dog is faithfully waiting for its master. 13 out of 10, best boy, obviously. That- Translation Dog not only redeemed this film, but redeemed anything that this film would have been bad, like, would have counted as bad and against it, because Translation Dog lit up my life. Yes. That's a 12 out of 10. We yeah. have one more dog to mention. There's Beef McGranitegorn. <laughs> what do we, what do we rate him? <laughs> oh, you mean Dirt Hard Pecs? Yeah. Uh, Meat dirt Huge hard... Body. Uh... He has very golden retriever energy. God. <laughs> That's the best I can say about him. Yeah. Yeah. As it's pretty incredible to have Christopher Lee monologuing in like incredible serious fashion and just selling the hell out of like the most cheesy awful one-liners in the same scene that like immediately shows pans over to him and he goes no, I don't think that's right. He's <laughs> just like in like the most monotone garbage delivery possible, and it's jarring as hell to have those two on screen together. It's so weird. Like you get this, you know, classic theater acting, and then yup, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We need to go find your sister in the graveyard by the light of God. Sure. <laughs> like that's that's the energy okay. of it. It's so good. Okay, it's the every time he's on screen, it sucks all energy out of the scene. 
Yeah. It. Yeah, it really does. Well, well okay, we... not quite, because I do like that he had the one thing of, that's a new kind of killing. <laughs> that was the only line. That's like the best. That delivery, him doing it really, really deadpan and having no acting on it at all made that way better. <laughs> yeah. That was mwah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed this film, though. It... Like you said, we don't normally do this. We don't normally talk about, um, like, the recommendation for the movie or anything. But this is a movie that, if you enjoy... It's for a very specific type of person. But if you're the type of person that would enjoy schlocky old horror movies, like 70s and 80s horror, this is a prototypical example of it. It is exactly that in every way that you kind of want it to be. All right, all right. That's it this week. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening to Gruff Cuts. We really do appreciate it. Thank you all so much for sharing out the episodes uh, on our Twitter. We have Gruff Cuts cast on Twitter, and you can also send in any suggestions for movies, or we've actually gotten some fan art a couple times. You can send it to roughcutscast at gmail.com. If you have any questions or recommendations or things to suggest, we certainly would love to hear from you. And it means a lot that everybody's been sharing this out a lot. Uh, we've crossed over 5,000 downloads, and... Yeah, this has just been a blast to do. We didn't think that we would necessarily have this long to do dog movies, but there's kind of no end in sight, honestly. Every single time that we think that we've plumbed the depths, the new dog movie gets recommended on your Amazon. <laughs> Recommendations that are totally ruined. It keeps happening. It keeps <laughs> happening. Uh, well, if you need to get a hold of me, make sure to hit me up on my puppet booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll do that yeah. next time. All right. Yep. Check out our puppet booth later.